0: Hello, 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 Welcome back to Taking Sides with the Dashleys. Ash, you ready to take some cues?
1: And a, oh, yes. It's like, what, what cue?
0: <laughs> some questions.
1: Yes, I'm ready. All right. Hey, everyone. You're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us the dashleys
0: everybody wants advice on their relationship issues but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes taking sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us dallin and ashley as well as from special guests from time to time
1: we'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful may be helpful and definitely entertaining
0: so please send in your submissions to taking sides with the dashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts
1: cool let's go let's go
0: ash how the heck are you
1: i'm doing good
0: you ready to dive into some questions i'm ready anything on your mind first before for like a two minute dallin ashley thoughts
1: Um, The only thing that comes to mind is recently I was able to verbalize to you kind of like it's hard for me because I like I almost don't know what it is that is happening until one day I can finally like say it and maybe therapy is happening with helping with that because there's so many things not like so many but there's a lot of things that I've never said so it's kind of hard for my brain to sort them out. Um, anyways, Dallin and I had some pretty just tragically great and terrible fights at Disneyland. Um, and after we got back and a lot of times when we fight, you'll say things to me like, why do you hold it against me for so long? Or why can't you just like love me after? And like, we got through it. Like, let's just be how we are again. Like it kind of confuses you why it takes me a longer time, I guess. Or I say things to you like, how do you switch? How do you sw- turn it on and off so fast? Like, how can you go from being so mad to being so okay? Um, like where I I take longer. And remember I said to you, I finally was able to like put it into words where I was like, I think I'm like, like our relationship is like a tower of blocks. Like I have my tower and you have your tower. And when we fight, it kind of gets knocked over. Um, not like it's not ruined or over, but it like something gets knocked over and it just takes me longer to put the pieces back together, and to build it up than it takes for you. And I think that's just like a personality difference. Like you are able, which is a really cool strength, I think that you have, where you're able to just like get over it and move on. Like after we talk and figure things out, you're able to just be like, well, like... <laughs> I love you like let's go have fun uh-huh. or i'm just kind of like it feels like a like a wave just slapped smashed into me and i need like a recovery period but it's cool like i'm proud of myself for being able to verbalize it because now you kind of know and you're not going to be thinking i'm just angry it just kind of takes me a minute to like i don't know like become oriented again or like does that make sense
0: no, but that's because it's not me, it's you. I just wanna move on and it takes me. I'm not you like a still
1: while. mad, it just takes me a minute to feel comfortable and like best friends again. Yeah. After I get a it. big fight. Yeah. Anyways, that's a discovery we made.
0: And that's okay. I made. Because you just gotta say your truth, speak mm-hmm. your truth.
1: We've had we've been trying really hard to put words to feelings. Um, and and like that was kind of us, me trying to do that, so that Dallin could understand me better, and he could believe my words instead of trying to f- make up his own words for what I was, which is usually very different from what I actually am. Um, our therapist told us that that really helps with feelings, being able to put words to them.
0: Uh huh. Um, I have been working on not being so emotionally reactive because it is the great killer to all relationships and parenting. Mm -hmm. being emotional and reactive. And I just found some good things on the internet about like tips to actually not be just react emotionally, but like acknowledge the emotion you're having, but then decide what you want to do about it from a logical, like thinking brain point of view. And if you're not able to do that yet, then stepping aside until you can get there. Because when you react emotionally, that does not usually solve anything very well. Yeah. So, uh, here's a few things that I've trying to practice lately come from curiosity, not conclusion, you know, not having any expectations, just like coming from a place of curiosity, not like, I cannot believe you just said that, but rather than i th- I think I heard you say this, is that correct? Or it sounds like you're mad or, or like, why what you would, mad?
1: like what, what caused you to f- say that or feel that way? Yeah. Shoot. Like it's okay that you feel that way. And what, what led up to that?
0: Uh-huh. And not taking it personally right away? Yeah. Or just at all? Even if it's easy to take it personally? Yeah. Which it really is between like two people. Right. Because it's the other person that's usually, you know, one of the main well, instigators. Yeah. Because it's your relationship and then nobody else's. Uh, okay. Um, Get back into your body. Kind of just like uncrossing your arms, shaking it out, relaxing a little bit, do some physiological things. I think that Um,
1: I'm not a big angry person. So some of these like how you didn't really get, I'm just not that you're so angry, but like some of these, I'm like, mm, like, how would that help? But I could see like, when you get mad, you really do like tense up and like,
0: yeah, I, um, and it take an adult time out. It says, uh, label your feelings. This is a huge one because I, because it gives your logical brain something to, you know, chew on and think about. But if you're just kind of brood in your, in your emotions, you can't really think about what's going on. You're just kind of pretty mad and grouchy you know
1: i I, if i could describe it it just feels like when they're in my head they're just bouncing off like every time they hit the wall of my head they get faster and angrier yeah and they just like stay in there and become this whirlwind of anger but if you label them as
0: like anger fear resentment it
1: kind of sets them free
0: then you can like think about them and decide what you want to do with the emotion not just react out of them um make the other person right find five percent that you agree with Everybody has at least 5%. Like, well, I see where they're coming from there. They have a point there. That kind of thing. Uh, number six, don't take things so personally. And then, uh, I mean, there's a few other things, but basically, you know, you can tra- practice writing out your feelings. Well, whatever it takes to think logically about what you're feeling is really the place you're trying to get to rather yeah, I think than there's just a lot of brooding in the feeling.
1: It's kind of our job to find the one that works best for us the one or for the some that work best for us. The one us. for me
0: is right now is putting words to my feelings because I really am not good at that. All right. Shall we take some emails, Ash? Yes. Okay. This one is called trust in my marriage, parentheses, help. All right. She says, Hey, Dashley's my husband and I have been married for just under a year now, and we are having some trust issues. We've been together for five years minus the six week break we took two years ago. I did some questionable things emotionally. I was not in the best place and was connecting not physically with another man prior to the split. My now husband and I reconnected and I ended things with the other guy. We worked on our trust issues and talked openly, but it was a tough year after that. Things got a lot better and trust seemed to return. Well, recently I have noticed him going through my phone when I leave the room, which he has never done before. I have nothing to hide, but it's hurtful feeling like he still doesn't trust me. I've brought it up and told him how I feel and he got a bit upset that I was even hurt by it. I'm wondering how you guys would approach the situation to be open, to open a good line of communication on the topic without having a conflict. I try to use statements and keep it neutral, but he just shuts down and doesn't talk about anything for days after. Love you guys, and your sweet family. Keep on being your amazing selves.
1: Uh, So I'm just going to say what we do as far as phones, and I'm not, I don't know if it's like the right thing or the wrong thing, but m- like Dallin has, he knows my password. It's completely not off limits for him to like look through anything on my phone and like he like I look through I don't like look through it because I'm nosy but I'm allowed to if I want to I don't know like we just like if someone texts him I'll open it and look at it and tell him about it but also like his texts come up on our main computer so they're always showing up to me and I think it's just something that we've done to be like more open with each other and to, and to make sure to put safeguards around our own relationships where we know like, like Dallin Dallin could be in my phone at any time. Like it's not a big deal. It's not something that's he's not allowed to do. If he ever wants to like look through my text, it wouldn't bother me. Like if he ever does have like a, a scared thought or something, I would want him to have, to be able to not feel that way. So I would want him to like look through my phone. I don't know. Like marriage is a big trust thing and, and we're not perfect and there's times where we might be like oh I hope she's okay or I hope she's like I mean like I don't think you've ever thought that I would not be faithful. Nope. And I don't even know if you've ever like looked through my texts, but it's not something that you're not allowed to do, I guess. Yeah. And like do you
0: look through mine often?
1: No, like sometimes I'm on the computer and if I'm like waiting for a video to upload or something and someone texts you I'll like read the conversations Sometimes they even respond for you.
0: You're just like, my husband is so weird. No, like, <laughs> like it's just like your
1: friends. If they're like, Oh, do you want to do dinner or something? Like, are we still on for dinner? And if like, I'm just right there on the computer, I'll answer yes or something, but yeah. it's not like I'm doing this terrible thing when I do that. Like, uh-huh. I feel like, I think we've talked about it once where like, if, if you have conversations with any like women, like you kind of just like bring it up to me. And if I have conversations with any men like i just bring it up to you not because i'm not allowed to or you're not allowed to we just kind of like like oh heads up like uh, i had a fun conversation with a girl i knew in high school or i was texting a boy like a guy who i was really close with in college and i'm trying to like set up a dinner date between our families or something like nothing weird but just like giving each other like keeping them in the loop i don't know
0: Yeah. uh, So the thing about trust is that it's not earned, it's given. So like, it's the reality of your situation that you that something did happen in the past. And it seems like he still has like some trust issues over it. And you can't control that you can't make him trust you. Trust is you can't like earn it from him. And a lot of people like question that like I used to question that but our therapist was like, think about it. If you like made a list of all the things somebody would have to do before you trust them. And they did all those things. Would you all of a sudden, boom, trust them, or would you still have to decide to trust them? And he said, basically, you just—it's a given; it's not earned. So you—you could—I there's nothing you can do except for just be a trustworthy person, and it'll just build back up over time. It'd be like, just if he really feels the need to go through your phone, be like, I—I I feel hurt that you feel the need to go through my phone. I feel like you are not. I, if I feel like you think that I'm hiding something from you, and I. I know that things have happened in the past and I just want to talk about it with you because I'm in a better place now or whatever, you know, that, you know, your situation the best. And I want you to know that, like, I promise I never do that. And I want to talk to you about your fears and I just want to do whatever I can to put your mind at ease that I love you and I'm hundred percent faithful to you. And I know that I can't earn your trust. You have to give it, but I just want to just know, just want you to know that I want to do whatever I can to like help you.
1: Yeah. I don't like, I know coming from like, like, there were some trust issues with me and Dallin. like everyone kind of knows like we had a a rocky little period when we were dating where he kind of decided to date someone else instead of me and when we're in rough times i wonder in my head like i wonder if he wishes he had chosen that girl or if he was still with that girl and it's just like the stupid thing my brain does but if if that's what your husband's brain is doing and if the one little thing to like give him some peace would Be to like let him look through your phone once. I don't know if it's such a big deal. Like it wouldn't be a big deal to me. I don't know. But I'm kind of more like I don't care than other people. So it might be, I don't, but it just wouldn't be a big deal to me. Yeah. If that was like the one thing you can do to kind of like put his mind at ease. Uh I don't know. It's like a journey.
0: Yeah. When you talk to him, um, instead of accusing him of being of like, of, of, of accusing like you nosy. of being unfaithful or, or accusing him of being nosy or accusing him of being rude and untrustful and all this just say i feel sad when you uh i feel sad that you feel like you can't trust me and have to sno- uh, like go through my phone without me knowing and stuff like just so you know you can look through my phone whenever you want there's no i have nothing to hide and uh, like but i just i feel sad i feel hurt i feel whatever just say how you feel when you talk to him because nobody can argue with your feelings or your feelings or not anybody else's instead of accusing him of being, you know, rude or, or snooty or, or untrustful or anything like
1: that. Yeah. Just FYI, when I look through your phone, it's not because I don't trust you. I'm more just like (laughs) knowing stuff.
0: Yeah. No, I don't care. That's just
1: my personality. I like, and you don't tell me everything all the time, like things going on with family or something. So it's good. I need to know stuff. (laughs) <laughs> i don't yeah, know i don't care
0: uh yeah so have the conversation and you can just build up the trust trust is just it's built and it's given and uh it's, you get it by just being trustworthy and it'll take some time and time heals things and it will heal this and just be a trustworthy person and show your love and have conversations and start begin them with like with the foundation of love and coming from how you're feeling rather than accusing them. You might Good enjoy luck.
1: giving your spouse access to your phone. Sometimes Dallin gets on my phone and answers all the text messages. I haven't answered for days. Gosh, and then he just kind of like, comes I'm, I'm to so me sorry, like I
0: text back. Yes, we will do it. Or goes, I'm so sorry. Yeah, please do that. Or I'm so sorry. No, we can't come. He
1: comes to me like the world's best like secretary or assistant. And he's like, I responded to this person. Let's this just person, see how many person.
0: unread text messages you have I right now on them. your phone.
1: Um, There's a lot. It's probably like 80. Here's the thing. I'm on a lot of Is it more than 100? No, it's 97. But listen, I read them. I'm on a lot of like group chats with family and like your family and then to people who work for us. And I read them because they pop up on the top and I just don't respond to them because you do (laughs) like from your phone or it's not meant to be responded to. Mm -hmm. And I just never open them up because I read them. It's just a big, it's a, it's just a rolling stone that keeps getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And sometimes I just want to see how big that number will get.
0: It's the exact opposite of me. I hate and unread things. And good things
1: come from it. Like I didn't know that I was asked on Sunday to give a prayer at church to like open the meeting. And I hate doing that because I have a lot of anxiety around getting up and praying in front of people. Uh-huh. But I never saw it. So I never had to make the decision whether or not to say <laughs> yes or no. And it's just over. The time passed. Someone else prayed. <laughs> okay. and I don't have it's to one worry way about of it. handling things. It takes care of a lot of my anxieties about things. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, whatever works. All right. This next one is from Melissa. Hey, Dashleys, My name is Melissa and I currently live in Orlando with my fiance. Disney. Jealous. Really enjoy both your podcasts and vlogs. I appreciate your takes and views when it comes to all life things. Well, thanks. Here's my question. Me and my fiance are expecting our first child very soon. Congrats. Currently, I'm 30 weeks. Our baby is due in the beginning of April. Oh, you're almost And we there. are moving to a different state in a month. Oh, boy.
1: Is it warm or cold?
0: So there is a lot of huge life adjustments in a short amount of time. With all those changes, as well as me being pregnant, I'm emotional constantly.
1: Yeah, I can't think of a harder thing. We did this moving yeah. when I was pregnant, and it's so hard it's not rough. to have friends when you're pregnant or mm-hmm. when you just have had a baby. It's really hard not to have friends during that time.
0: Yeah. She says, one thing that keeps me going that i check is my job i have human interaction i'm close with my coworkers and helps me not to go crazy when we move i'll be a stay at home mom until our child starts kindergarten and i'm very nervous about it i get cabin fever easily so do i uh, i need human interaction and friends outside of my relationship where we live currently i have very little friends my fiance is brazilian and about 99% of the people he knew friends his don't speak english so my job is even more of a blessing because at least i have friends that speak english lol i'm learning portuguese but i plan on learning alongside our daughter but that's a few years down the road basically my question is what can i do when we move so i'm not so isolated as a stay-at-home mom i already feel isolated living away from family very little friends now even further from my family i was absolutely zero friends going to have a new baby thank you for all you do
1: okay babies are like puppies i've learned this and it's really easy to make friends. If you have a puppy or a baby, um, if like puppies, you go to dog parks and you make friends with puppy parents and you become really close with babies, you go to baby places. I would sign up. I never did this, but I would do it if I could go back and I would sign up for like a mommy and me class and you can make friends with Where moms. Where do you do that at? Just anywhere. Like there's lots of like Gymboree or like you can just look up mommy and me class and probably are,
0: some Facebook groups in your area too.
1: Yeah. I just, I know there's like mommy and me playtime and mommy and me gymnastics. not sure
0: if you're religious or not but church groups uh church chris like at least christian churches yeah, are definitely church. our family family organizations and there's bound to be other moms your age with little i kids. know there's
1: like la leche leagues there's a lot out there i when i had george was desperate because we had just moved i had no one and Dallin worked all day and i was just alone and i want a day came where i said to myself like i'm talking to the dog too much i need a human friend <laughs> Um, and me and George just went out with Luna and we sat, we just hung out at the dog park all day cause I didn't have a car and it was creepy. And I just kind of was looked for people who had a baby my age who, and I found one and she had a dog and she had a baby that was born a week before George and we became best friends. And it was kind of hard at first because all we had in common were our dogs and our kids. But as time went on, like we both kind of needed each other and we became like really good friends and hung out every day. And she like saved me during that time. Yeah. Um, so I would just really just look for people and groups. If you could join a mommy and me class, I think it would be a lot easier. Libraries have a lot of mommy and me classes for free. And you can meet a lot of people who live in your area there. Um, I would just keep going to places like that day in and day out. The library, you will find so many moms. It's like mom central. Where they're just going there because they have babies, and they have nowhere else to go.
0: Because so many moms feel the same way you do, Melissa. So good luck with the move and the pregnancy. Hope everything goes well. And um, and just
1: be brave. Like don't be afraid to be like, oh, we should exchange numbers. I'd love, like, we should get together one day and take our kids here. Yeah, or-
0: all the so many moms that you s- run you bump into are feeling and thinking the same thing. So if you take the the first step, and just reach out, say, "Hey, you know what? I would love to just hang out with other people like me. Uh, let's let's get together sometime. Grab a drink. Grab there's... like, go to the library class together. Let's like let like, our kids play together. Have a play day in
1: Utah. Here, there's a lot of Facebook groups just for the city. Like when we lived in Farmington, there was a Farmington City Facebook group, and you can go and post on there. Hey, we just moved into town. I have a little baby looking for some mom groups or." anyone go to the park regularly like i'd love yeah. to join
0: again church groups like ashley is part of a uh like her her little calling in our church right now is like a what's it called an activities um group leader group leader or something and it, there's a lot of different like thought like different... you're
1: lucky you're not in my area because i'm a terrible
0: group leader <laughs> a lot of different like um a different things for different interests interest group leader that's what it is that's what it is and so there's definitely there's like Mo- there's like workout groups at the church and like bring oh, your kids Oh, there are and cool workout together.
1: ones. It's like once some, there's a stroller one where you exercise with your stroller. I never did it, but I've heard of it. That could be fun. And no. I don't know what it's called. And that's all I can tell you about that, but I know it exists.
0: Hopefully we've given you some good ideas, Melissa. Thank you for writing in. Thank you for listening let's go to the next one. This one is from Alexis. Hey, Ashley and Dallin. I love your vlogs and now love listening to your podcasts. Thank you. I have a silly issue that I hope you two can share your thoughts on. About a year ago, my boyfriend decided to become an avid deer hunter. Two years into us dating. This is my nightmare. Me becoming a deer hunter?
1: Just any sort of avid hunter.
0: Ashley just hates the thought of killing any animals. Keep going. Okay. I am glad he has found something he enjoys doing outdoors as we both love hiking and traveling, which is why we first started dating. But killing animals seriously freaks me out. Recently, he mounted his first deer and wants to hang it in our home. No. I feel like it is staring into my soul and is haunting me whenever I look at it. Why
1: did you kill me?
0: I told him to hang it in our front office room, the room that I slash no one else ever goes in. But he has mentioned wanting to move it into one of the main rooms of the house. Is it possible to keep our relationship and his newfound hobby completely separate? Can I get away with burying the deer mount in our backyard? No. <laughs> Alexis. Hey, Alexis. Um, yeah, so that is a totally normal thing in a lot of like parts of the country and other parts of the country. It's totally not normal.
1: Well, I think it's just like dependent in Colorado. On the person.
0: Colorado and Meeker, it's like a hunting town where I grew up like literally every single person had deer on their wall and it was like conversation piece. And it's just what every single person does. And like, and, uh, and like to other parts of the world slash even just people and their beliefs and values, like would like, like you seriously freak them out. So it's like, um, this is just where you have a conversation with him and say your feelings and that, and like come to a compromise together. Cause he obviously really likes it, but he needs to also honor that this freaks you out. And if he really, 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 really wants to mount this deer and up, like just let him know that it seriously freaks you out and you can't live with it like in a place you go often. Please put it in the office and like hopefully he will honor that because it's something that's very like out of one to ten, you know, sometimes you gotta like rate how important it is to you. It sounds like you're pretty close to a 10. And if he's like a seven or eight at wanting to mount it in the main room of the house like, maybe that's one way that you can look at it. And he like, will hopefully respect that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I just like, I'm an animal lover and I get people hunt and I get, I eat animals when I eat meat. I just, I told Dallin, if he ever went hunting, I would sit at home and just cry thinking about the animal he was about to kill. And he's never gone hunting. He's allowed to. And I didn't say that to like, make him feel bad. I just, was like, you need to know if you do this, I'm going to sit at home and cry for three hours while you're out hunting.
0: It's just because it's more personal. Like every time we eat chicken, like...
1: I know. No, I I recognize all of this. It's just, it's irrational maybe. I kind of wish I was a vegetarian because I feel bad every time I eat meat still. But it's just, that's just like who you married and I'm kind of like, you would probably go hunting every once in a while. I don't know.
0: Yeah. uh, So there's the saying, like, choose your love and then love your choice. You know, this is his new hobby. It brings him a lot of joy. Like, find an area about it that you really like. Maybe you can come to a place where you honor the deer's life. And just like cows or chickens or other animals that are often eaten, like you honor and give gratitude to this deer that like God put on this earth to like be a beautiful creature and also provide sustenance to humans and like give gratitude to this deer as like you see it up on the house up on your wall and know that that deer like had a beautiful life and then gave its life so that you guys could like have some sustenance and food for a while if you're going to process the meat and
1: It's a eat very it. logical thought. I just know I cry when I pass deer on That's the road. That's how
0: my brain works, maybe not everybody's brain works that And,
1: way. like one of it wasn't the main reason we moved away from our last house but it was a perk there were a lot of ducks that lived by our last house and cars would run over them and I would just cry.
0: Bad place to live.
1: It was just like, I just can't handle that. For Ashley. <laughs> and so Dallin doesn't do it because he loves me, I think. Run over ducks? No, like go hunting. Go
0: hunting. Well, I'm not like an avid hunter. I mean...
1: No, I'm saying you would probably go once in a while with your family or like... I don't know. I'll still
0: go shooting like targets and stuff. Yes. And, um, but yeah, I'm just not going to go and shoot deer because I'm not super into that anyways and Ashley abhors it. So, I mean, maybe someday... Go out with my brother, maybe. I don't know. But And
1: again, like I don't think people who do it are like terrible. my oldest brother's really into hunting. Yeah, and I don't think he's terrible. I just I don't know. Like I just cry for the animals a lot. That's all. It's not like I think you're wrong or I hate you if you hunt. It's just I cry a lot.
0: Ashley's a sweetheart, a definite sweetheart when it comes to animals. So yeah, have the conversation and come to a compromise in your relationship where there's two definitely different values happening here and just come from a place of love and working this out and have each other's back and support each other's feelings. And I know that you guys can do it. There's no easy answer to this. I'm sorry, but this is something you guys are. I know that you can work out. Good luck, Alexis. Okay, Ash, let's do one more question. This one is called communication problems. Help from Katie. Right.
1: welcome to the club does it help
0: that i read the subject line Is it? <laughs> yeah i think it like perks my interest uh-huh. all right hey down ashley i want to start off by saying how much i love your vlogs and listening to your podcast as a teacher with a 40 minute commute your podcast yeah. helped get me through my drive after i dropped my two-year-old off at daycare well we mm, are I'm so glad, glad we glad, can be Katie. there for
1: you commutes are yeah, hard
0: commuting sucks i'm writing because my husband of three years and i are having huge problems communicating everything i say he takes defensively and we have both said things we regret in the past out of anger he is not letting things go and walks away every time the conversation starts to go anywhere near negative i don't want to raise my daughter thinking he is okay and i love him more than anything oh okay i don't want to raise my daughter thinking this is okay and i love him more than anything but there are times i feel like i'm raising two kids and i've said this to him i feel like counseling would help us <laughs> He says he is on board, this but is like a lot of us. times Ashley said that same thing to me like last week. I feel like <laughs> counseling would help us. He says he's on board, but a lot of times says says things he doesn't follow through. Uh, you know not what? To you mention, just, Dallin
1: just booked a, an appointment.
0: Yeah, I just finally booked an appointment. Went by myself first, and um, invited him to come with me the next time. Me her, and that. Me. How did was that helpful for you?
1: Yeah, like it's hard to book an appointment. And Dallin, the first time he went, he was kind of just booking it for himself, and then. The therapist was like, you guys should both really come. Uh-huh. And then we just both came. And
0: actually agreed to come. So you, maybe you take the first step in saying, I'm just going to learn about like, well, all that I can do. And you are more than welcome to come. Maybe, He's, and just um, say that he, like, it's a great therapist. You yeah, like, really connected with him. You really take you find him. a
1: good one because sometimes it's hard to find a good one. So you don't want to make him come along to one that ends up not being yeah. the one that you want to stick with.
0: Um, BetterHelp is an online option. They are sponsoring the Big Little Life podcast. So if you go and listen to the BetterHelp uh, advertisement over there on our latest podcast. They're offering all the Dashley family members $10 off a BetterHelp subscription. It's an online website with uh, over 3000 certified professional counselors ranging across so many different topics, including marriage and relationships. So like betterhelp.com slash Dashleys. Oh, the, ble- the
1: code is Dashleys. The code is Dashleys. L E Y S. And
0: um, the website betterhelp.com Dashleys. If you use uh, the discount code Dashleys, you'll get uh, 10% off your first month So it's a subscription and you can go talk with a professional counselor anytime with phone call or video chat, or you can even text them and it's like you chat on your time and it's so nice and you can connect with one that you like. If you don't like one, you can uh, you can switch to another one with like without any charge. And so that's definitely an easy option. No matter where you live in the world, Mm -hmm. definitely check out betterhelp.com slash dashlies. if you're looking for a counselor, because that definitely has helped us so much. And, um, I am a very emotionally reactive person really working on that and counseling has helped me so much. We had the same issue. Maybe you should take the first step
1: with walking away. It's nice to be in a room with someone where the purpose is to talk about issues. So it's not
0: and he steps in and so he steps fast. In. He's like, let me just intervene right here.
1: Or, like, if he saw your and husband. And he'll become one of us. Getting, he'll be like, yeah, like when he sees one of us getting emotional, he'll be like, let's talk about this. Like, why are you feeling this way?
0: And when he, he'll stop Ashley or me and he'll be like, uh uh uh, you feel that he's doing this. He doesn't do that. You feel that he's doing this. So and we'll give him a it's chance to like say a safe his side.
1: place with a mediator. It's a very
0: safe place. Like, like when you just said earlier, you said, everything I say, he takes defensively. And he would stop and say, uh, you feel like everything you say he takes defensively. But what do you think about that? And He would turn to your spouse and say, what do you think about that? and Stuff like that. So he really breaks it down, helps you think about your feelings and just get the feelings out there and then learn to be emotionally um, intimate with each other. And it's been so, so great. I say he because ours is a he, but. Yeah, I would say like in our last film
1: right before we moved, we were definitely in this place where we were having a lot of big fights and Very little positive communication, a lot of defensiveness, and it just feels like this gross, yucky hole that you can't get out of, even when you try and talk, like, like even you're trying to be proactive and and kind when you start a conversation, it always just kind of ends in this gross place of defensiveness and hurt feelings, um, because it's really hard to talk about those things that, like the, the big things that are, are really stumbling blocks in your relationship, um. So it's really helpful. It was really helpful for us to have someone to kind of like hold our hands through those conversations.
0: Mm -hmm. If you want, if you're not ready to go meet with a therapist yet, but you want a little tool that will help you, there's this deck of cards on Amazon called Mixed Emotions. And it's like a a stack of 30, 35 cards. And they have just an emotion on it. And then at the bottom, there's like a picture that goes along with the emotion. And then on the bottom, there's three similar Emotions and it's very like and self.
1: It, I very feel,
0: therapeutic. Yeah, you can like go through the stack of cards when you're when you're feeling really bottled up and full of emotions, and you can kind of lay out the cards that you are feeling are identifying with, and, and you just really talk about yourself. Process. And I'm your feeling
1: this, and I'm feeling this, and I'm feeling this. Yeah, and it's very much not directed at the other person, but it gives them a lot of understanding, mm-hmm. and then the opportunity to talk about how they're feeling.
0: It's all about your feelings, and it's. It's just, that's it. Like in respecting the other person's feelings and validating them. And instead of saying, no, it's this way. You shouldn't feel that way. Saying, man, I'm so sorry you feel that way.
1: Yeah, or how could you think that? Or how yeah. could you feel that?
0: So that's what we got from therapy. And um, we're going tomorrow for our next one. So if we can we'll find tell a you babysitter. how that goes. If we can find a babysitter.
1: <laughs>
0: we already past the 24 hour point now. So we got to find one okay guys that was fun thank you for writing in as always we love you guys just go have the hard conversations be real say what you need to say say what you need to say say what you need to say say what you need to to that's the john mayer song he says that over and over and over again john mayer the master of relationships
1: is he (laughs) he's the he's had a lot of relationships it just seems like they all kind of i feel
0: like his next one whatever it's gonna be is gonna stick we're
1: always rooting for john
0: we're always rooting for john mayer and just have the hard conversations, get real, and just make the foundation love. Okay, see you guys. We'll talk to you in the next podcast.